Are you going to sing to me this time? All right. So, yes, I had some really good feedback from everyone saying how much they love my singing. <laughs> but after someone who will re remain nameless, George, saying that I was a poor man's Greg James, oh. I, um, <laughs> I don't feel appreciated enough to sing anymore. You're not going to share your art form? No. No? I, I have retired. So until, until we can find one of these uh, bands to record our song for us. You're we're not, we're not going to have the intro again, I'm sorry. You've retired after one performance. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You, you've had your lot. That's, that's all you're going to get. <laughs> that's all you're getting from me. Fine. Do you want me, am I introducing this? Yes, you I are. Know, that's what I'm we sorry. said. I was, I was in my own little panic. Um, so today we are going to take a look at our uh, sports massage more like in-depthly about our level threes and fours that we're currently doing, about uh, the place where we studied and about some of the actual techniques that we do on the daily. Yeah, so th this, this whole thing started because uh, Chloe and myself met during our, doing our level three course uh, all, oh, well, about a year ago at the, uh, the Cotswold Academy. Um, over in Sirencester, which is, um, well, they, they do lots of therapies, don't they? Yeah, they do uh, a range of different uh, vocational diplomas. They do their sports massage, uh, aromatherapy, um, reflexology, which you're hopefully doing yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, starting um, that in two weeks. Yeah, so they do lots of range of different things, and they're in a lovely, um, beautiful building in the middle of Sirencester. So if you're after any sports massage or um, courses or anything like this, go there. I mean, even if you are just in Sirencester and you fancy just getting a a massage they're always needing models and stuff to to yeah. help um help with the learning and one thing i find great about them is they they offer a free thursday night sessions for anyone that well i don't think you've even had to train there you can just turn up yeah have a go well come and um discuss different techniques mm -hmm. and just improve your skills um yeah in massage so um should we start off saying why do we get into sports massage yeah i think that's a good place to start yeah um do you want me to start? Um, I'll, I'll go, I'll okay. go. So sure. I've had so many injuries over my time. Like um, I went to university as a, I was a D1 athlete uh, for um, sport over in America for swimming. I've had my range of shoulder and ankle injuries and then joining the Royal Marines. I then had ankle injuries, more of them and knee injuries. And seeing all the lads that are getting like knee injuries and back injuries, I, I had my... Um, I had Kelly Sturette's Becoming a Supple Leopard book and I became, well, in, in air quotes, I became like the troop physio. Whenever, whenever someone was injured, they, they'd come to me, I'd get my lacrosse ball out, my voodoo floss, anything like that, show the lads all the different ways that they can yes. fix themselves, try and, try and do it a little bit myself. And in return, they do a little bit like of our, again, in air quotes, homework, mm -hmm. like ironing stuff, polishing boots. Nice. They, they'd do that for me if I tried to fix them. So... Yeah, I've had my fair share of sports massages myself, but I thought, yeah, let's um, let's go see if I can do this a little bit better than I, I've just been cuffing it, if you will. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually had a qualification to yeah. your... Uh, yeah, not you guys... just, oh, this is some things that I've tried. Um, so yeah, I'm actually doing the things a bit more properly. How about <laughs> yourself? More officially. Uh, so I had a sports massage myself. Um, even though I danced a lot, I never I avoided them like the plague because I knew they'd hurt. Um, my shoulders were really tense from work and my sister was getting a sports massage because of running. And she was like, oh, why don't you go along? It was really, really good. Um, I went along and I also had an issue with my hip at the time. So I was trying to ask her about that 
but because I have such good range of movement, her range of movement tests weren't showing anything. And I was like, no, 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 I think my hip flexors are tight and I think my quads are tight. And she was going, no, no, they're not because look at this. And yeah, you, you can you can just do the splits and everything from your yeah. dance background, can't so, you? So, but I, as from, I know my body and I knew I was like, nah, I'm tight. So she just worked on my shoulders because they are like rock solid, so mm. fine. And then I left and I was thinking, I can do so much better than this. Like, <laughs> she didn't really listen to what I said. Okay, yeah, she gave me a whacking great good shoulder massage. Like, I did feel really good after. But I was like, I can do better than this. Was that was that your only one? Yeah. You you had one and then thought, I can do better than this. Yeah. That's impressive. And I was like, <laughs> obviously at the time, I wanted to get out of my office job. So I was like, do you know what? This is... And then I went to the Cotswood Academy for a mm. Thursday night and had a chat to Chris and the team and had a chat to a few other people. And, and I massaged a gigantic man. And yeah, I was like, this is what I need to be doing. Excellent. Got your hands on a big man and you thought, this is a bit of me, yeah? Yeah, completely. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would um, be a good uh, like segue into what we learned on the level three. Because you, you said the sports massage you had, um, you were scared to go into it because it hurt so much. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you, you heard the horror stories about how yeah. much it hurts. And that's, that's the first thing I learned on that sports massage course. And that's yeah. the thing that Chris preaches so mm-hmm. much. Sports massages shouldn't hurt. And whenever I'd have them previously, I, I'd go to someone mm-hmm. and it was like, if I don't cry, I don't pay. Like, you, mm-hmm. You're not working me hard enough if, yeah. you, if you're not throwing elbows into me hard yeah. enough. And, and just going on that course just opened your eyes to seeing how the muscles can be worked on a lot better, hasn't it? Yeah, completely. So I, again, had no idea that massages don't actually have to hurt. I literally had a client the other day who was like, oh, it's got to hurt to do, be doing yeah. something. I'm in pain, it's doing something. And I was like, well, no, and had to explain the whole, you know, it doesn't have to hurt. I sort of get one guy in and I literally just give him the lightest massage ever because that's all he can take and that mm. is his limit. So that's a massive misconception that I think needs to be a bit debunked in our And that's, that's still the first thing that I'm telling when I get cli- uh, new clients in. It's mm-hmm. like, have you had one before? And you just see this shock come on their faces. Oh, yeah, it's, it's horrendous. And I'm like, right. We're not, we're not going to be like that. It, it sounds like you're almost giving a cop out before you even start. Like, it's yeah. not like it's, I'm not, it's like you're saying, I'm not going to be that good, but it's, it's really the opposite. Definitely. I'm going to be better because I'm working on uh, the actual muscles and mm-hmm. feeling how they respond to that. For sure. And that's another, I guess that's the next thing you go into a level three is the amount of anatomy and it's, it's a lot. Just the anatomy and physiology and, yeah, and all of that. Yeah. How, how was that? What was your... Um, base knowledge before you started um, it well during my dance course we did do a lot of anatomy so we did a lot of postural assessment anyway so i was kind of okay with that when we were talking about especially hips we did so much hips yeah for, uh, one of our assessments uh, in anatomy so i was okay with stuff like that and i absolutely slammed the uh, revision before i went because i was like i want to go on this course and i need to know all of the rotator cuff muscles and i need to know all of this and all of this because when they talk about it i need to know what they're talking about mm. And I'm so glad I did that because I do think a few people struggled yeah. because they didn't understand the lingo whilst we're on the course. Yeah, it, it is hard because there is a certain pace set and Chris, like, Chris will nonchalantly throw out a muscle and expect everyone to know it. And if you don't know it, then you have to, in your mind, you think, oh, 
and you you have to try and look yeah. through your book and try and catch up with the with the learning. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's good that you did that. You yeah. you were saying about the potato cuff muscles. I'm pretty sure I only knew about them because I damaged every single one of them in the past. That's it. And I wanted to go like bang bang bang. It's that, yeah. that that and that. And then he started talking about them on the first day, and I was like, thank God I did my homework. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely um definitely good that you did that. Definitely. Uh, what was the best thing that you learned on that course then? Oh, that's really difficult to pinpoint. Um, Obviously, we we've said about the how much things uh, shouldn't hurt and everything. Yeah. Uh, the sports massages shouldn't hurt. Um, I I really enjoyed uh, finding out how to actually palpate the muscles properly because it yeah you um. You get a lot of the time it's just a little bit of rubby rubby and mm-hmm. and some people just drop the elbow in and just apply a lot of pressure. Whereas if you're looking at the insertions and the origins of mm-hmm. all the muscles and working through the muscle bellies, feeling all the different types of muscle fibers that you can get. Yeah, I think that's the first time you actually, because you get hands on straight away. And mm. I think they literally did levator scapula on your shoulders to begin with and you can really feel it. Yeah. And it's really easy to identify. So I think that's the first time you actually get hands on and actually properly feel muscles because you're like yeah these are my lats these are my triceps but like proper feel i think that's completely different and i think all of the hand skills you learn like i now don't really look at my hand or my client i like look off into the distance and yes. i use my touch a lot mm. and i can tell when i'm coming up to a bit without even looking that I'm, i can feel it's gonna be sore and tender and i can then feel my client go oh or they're making noise at the same time I'm getting to it and I don't even have to be looking at it now. Mm. Like it's like a sixth sense. It's weird because you you just like staring off into middle distance. Yeah. And you you I, I said to them one of my clients yesterday, I was like, Oh, this bit is nasty, isn't it? And she said, No, it's not. And I went like a millimeter further down and she was like, Oh yeah, it is okay. How did you know that? And it's yeah, it's no. amazing how you can just pick up on the tissue texture and we've only done Definitely. this for a year. That's it. So a similar situation, me and my client the other day, at the same time, we both said, oh, this is a bit nasty. <laughs> like, at the exact same time, we were like, whoa. And she was like, how did you know? And I was like, mm. the magic. Yeah. Um, what's the thing you most use? Mm, probably, like, myofascial release with movement. Yes. Uh, I, I do that so much in the hamstrings. Yeah. Hamstrings are a great hamstrings one to do it pecs. on. Yeah. You grab that arm, you... Get your fist where it needs to be, and you do a little dance. Like, mm. I think the movement and the stretching and the is just so beneficial. Yeah, yeah. You've um, you've seen when I've been working on you. I do a little dance when I'm yeah. doing in the in the um, subscapularis. That's that's a nice little dance I like to do. Um, yeah, swinging from side to side. Uh, it's all about that movement, and that's what mm-hmm. that's another thing I didn't know before we started. So I just used to lie on a table not do anything and again have elbows or thumbs just mm-hmm. jabbed into me whereas now when you're getting that movement done and you're pulling those muscle fibers through they're reacting much better than just being poked at aren't that's they? it i get a lot of people who walk through the door and just think they're going to get a back massage or a leg massage <laughs> they don't expect me to look at their body look at their movement yeah. just think oh you're a hairdresser you stand on one leg all day this is why your leg hurts like mm-hmm. We actually go quite in depth and we can go quite in depth and people then don't expect me to get them on my table and test their hip flexors and yeah. they're like, I came for a back massage, what are you doing? But that's what we do. We're not I'm not just a 
lovely massage therapist like mm. we're actually helping and we can really get pinpoint and get down to what is actually wrong which is i guess we learned a lot of that on level three like oh wait we can actually really look at specifics yeah nice. and that and another thing we'll we'll come on to it a little bit later in this podcast but the the trigger points and how they can affect everything yes um i one of my first clients that came to me um while i was still practicing um he came in saying that he had pins and needles and numbness down his arms and he'd wake up in the middle of the night and that was all all horrendous and i said right let's do a bit of a postural assessment see if it's in your uh, tightness in your pet because you're quite pronated yeah uh, protracted sorry um might be tightness up in your shoulders as well because he was he was a big lad yeah and see he he was adamant He, he just went nah just flush my arms out please like he, he'd been he'd been sent to me from another one of uh one of my clients and he, he came here he was just like no just uh just do my arms i was like after a little bit of trying to persuade him i was like all right we'll just do your arms and then 45 minutes into the session i was like right that you're feeling all good now but yeah. when the pain comes back in a couple of days rebook in and i'll work shoulders. on your chest and your yeah. shoulders and then this will last longer Mm-hmm. and literally two or three days later when I got a message from him he was like you're right it's back let's look a little bit deeper into this yeah when they come in with lower back pain and you're like I've got a massage your bum <laughs> and they're like what and then you have to explain because I'm yeah. connected and they're like oh I don't, I don't I don't know and you're like well you've got really tight glutes this is why your lower back sore so it, mm. people don't always expect what they're going to get yeah um, so after you got your, uh, I, I say basic knowledge, but after mm-hmm. you got your uh, starting knowledge of sports massage, what are the extra tools that you've now picked up? Uh, so I quite quickly after we, uh, I was going to say graduated, but that's the complete wrong word. Completed the course? Completed the course. <laughs> uh, I very quickly went on to the myofascial cupping. So you've probably seen it on Instagram, the lovely red whiny marks that are left on people's <laughs> bodies, the yeah. ridiculous cupping. Um, so yeah, I very quickly picked up Cupping Up and I really love it. It's a really great useful tool, really great for sticking on an acute injury straight away, getting it moving with some movement as well. Looks great all over Instagram as well, doesn't it? Looks brilliant. <laughs> Get lots of likes on those posts, but they are very, very beneficial, not yeah. just for Instagram. <laughs> I will reiterate. <laughs> it, it's good um, because you can almost see the effect that it has because mm-hmm. as soon as you get those dark circles, that's... um. That's yeah. feedback that the, yeah. the, the athlete gets to, yeah. to show, obviously, there's something working. And then they, they, when you get the movement in there as well, that really starts helping Yeah, so coloration is a big thing. So your coloration of what your spots turn out like. Yeah. Obviously, depending on how fair you are, if you are blessed to have ginger hair, you're probably very likely to come out very, very red, obviously, compared to more darker complexions. But it is such a handy... Uh, tool to use because you have done your rock pods course haven't you during uh yes yeah, yeah i did i did the online one thanks to covid um yes that, that was really good they use a lot more of actual the, the slide and glide techniques mm-hmm. so you you can you um pull them off a little bit more because they've almost got like handles on the top yeah so, so you compared can... to my cupping uh ashes like rock pods i do have them as well they are like more silicon aren't they yeah so they're, they're silicon based they're really flexible yeah. So you, you like invert them to put them on instead of using the, the hand pump to, to create the negative pressure. And then once they're on, they've got that good suction. As I was saying, you can use the handles on the top to pull to uh, increase that negative pressure. 
once you've got that pull, if you've got enough wax on, you can slide it up and down, uh, working on a lot more the the fascia underneath the, the skin as well. And uh, as you said, rock pods, mm -hmm. that's a rock tape product. So we yeah. also did our rock taping course we just did. before Corona, didn't we? We did, yeah. That was the last time we were in a room of multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> um, you use tape a lot more than me at the moment, I believe. Yes, most most of my athletes get uh, tape put, put on them in some... Uh, some stretch of the imagination um i i did i did um sp uh, a spiral oh. arm line up someone and to recorrect their posture pull their shoulders back get their hands into a better position open everything up that's quite nice um tape up a lot of hamstrings a lot of calves i've done a lot of ankles ankles is mainly what i've done yeah yeah and um I've also taped up a horse a couple of times. I did see you tape up the horse. <laughs> I was, uh, my, my friend was walking her horse back to the stables and it, its leg was just swinging out. And I thought, if that was on a person, I would do this with tape. And then I thought, oh, I got some tape on my car. And I just asked her if I could do it. Taped up the horse. And then it was amazing the instant change <laughs> in its walking gait. Yeah, I do just feel straight like away. you need to be equine qualified. Have so, you ever ridden a horse? I think I have when I was really young. Oh. But it's it's what I'm looking into. So the Rock Tape do have an equine course, and so I'm going to try and find ways to get on that without being a vet. Like, I might just message them saying, I want to just audit the course and just, like, come and have I a think look. I you can do that. You don't have to be, like, a therapist or mm. someone of that stance to do the Rock Tape course in general. You can be, like, a coach or a yeah. rugby coach or something. I think it would be really good to, mm -hmm. to get on that because... Because then working on people, horses, I can start working on animals as well, like dogs. Dogs yes. really get benefits from uh, from massage and all that sort of stuff as well. So that that's that's something that I I want to get on. Um, sure. And you, we're also doing the the rock blades course, yeah, aren't rock we? Rock blades that keeps being pushed back. <laughs> yeah, so but it's it's meant to be in two October. and a half weeks, is it? Yeah. You forget how close October is. I know. It is, I tell you, it's in 27 days. That's our, our rock, uh, rock Blades course. Scary, isn't I'm it? I'm really excited about that. <laughs> and I really hope it doesn't get postponed again. Yeah, yeah, it'll be really fun to get onto that. Um, and then, we, what, what other, have you got any other special tools? I'm trying to have a look into your little box of tricks over um, there. Not at the moment. I think mainly cups, blades, tapes. Uh, I would like to attempt needling up I was going to say what 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 are the things that you want to learn yeah that's my next thing I think is needling yeah dry needling um I need to look into it a lot more I don't have <laughs> much knowledge but everyone tells me it is amazing I want it done on myself first um, yeah before I go and play victim to my clients <laughs> but I think uh, dry needling is something that I really want to look into next yeah so um it, as you brought that up, I, mm -hmm. I managed to buy myself a book and some needles off one of the physio uh, websites. So I've actually been playing on myself, um, re reading through the book. Home. Yeah, I, I don't recommend it, but I mean, I've I've had no negative effects you so far. Naughty! <laughs> you shouldn't do this. <laughs> but I'm not going to try on anyone until I, I've actually done a course. So that's something that you can feel it's happy about. Know. Um, so you're thinking about doing the dry needling course. What any other courses that you're thinking of? No, not right now. I've I've been like a sponge for the past like year and a half. And you I'm have, yes. Very much happy to continue being a sponge. Um, I've got a first aid course coming up soon. That's 
That's always good that's to do. That's a good thing to do. I need to renew that, so that's coming up. But at, right now, I think Needling's on the cards, and I think it's just completing my level four at the moment. Yes. That's that's just front of my mind at the moment on learning side. So we'll come on to that in a second, because mm-hmm. we are both doing our level fours as well. Mm-hmm. But first... You're, you're operating out of MJ's, aren't you? I am, yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about MJ's? Uh, so I'm based in MJ's gym in Northway in Chicksbury. Um, really great gym, really great guys. Uh, a few of them uh, are very into their bodybuilding, so you get some very big guys in there. Um, they normally walk past my little room and say, hey. Um, I've just redone it, actually. I've just repainted it, and she's looking beautiful now. Um <laughs> You're covering the questions I'm going to ask you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what's, it, what's it like being around all those big blokes as you're just this petite little dancer, <laughs> aren't you? They, I think they walked past and was like... To begin How is with, she like, going to work on me? Like, is that what they're thinking? Yeah, like one of them walked in like, this isn't going to be a tickle massage, is it? And I was like, <laughs> oh! That's when the elbows come out, yeah? I'll take on this mission, sir. <laughs> like, you know, here comes pain and punishment, my yeah. elbows, but... Um, you're going to get those tattoos like Pity the Fool across Mr. T's knuckles, <laughs> yeah, pain and punishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so as you said, you've just redecorated. What have mm-hmm. you got on your walls and what do you want to go on there? Ooh, uh, I've got two shelves put up and they're very, very useful. Did you put the shelves up yourself? No. <laughs> okay. I'm, I had help and I can't reach the top one very well. <laughs> so the stuff up there is just for decoration. Yeah. But it's really handy, like... I just literally have a crate, tray, basket thing. Yeah. And my clients pop their like phones and wallets in there. That's and a good idea. Something really simple like that is just so handy. Then I mm. just wipe it down afterwards. And it means that there's not like phones and wallets and keys like all over my floor. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. It's just something really simple that I'm like, oh, this is such a good idea. <laughs> such a good idea. I'm actually going to write that down because uh, I, I need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really handy. Just a wipe, like a basket, wipe it down. Mm. Shove your stuff in there, mate. Glasses, hats, sorted. Yeah. Um, so as as you are working out with MJs mm-hmm. and all the big lads are in there, mm-hmm. are we going to see videos of you training anytime soon? Going up on the Instagram. Um. One day. Have you done any more squatting? <laughs> I did some squatting yesterday with my girls at dance. Yeah. We did the difference between squats and plies and how. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that is interesting. I saw that yeah. on Instagram a while ago. So I was then teaching them how to just air squat. Good. Which was a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to make it look pretty. Yes. And they can't make it look pretty. Um, one day soon, I've reduced my office hours down, so hopefully I may have a spare hour to go yes. to the gym at some point soon. That's what you want. Yes. How about your room situation? So, yeah, I've um, I've just started at Scalian Chiropractics in St. Paul's Medical Centre in Cheltenham. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, I'm just using a room Saturday afternoons when nice. no one else is in. It's a little bit quiet because, well, me, me being in there on my own, I'd, I'd like to see some other people every now and then. Yeah, but nice. they are currently looking to get rid of their changing area, mm-hmm. put another wall in and actually making me a designated massage room. So that's going to be quite cool. Awesome. I'm is excited there for that. that you want? Well, it's, it, I think it's going to turn into, I'm just going to, just go in, hopefully just take over the place. I'm going to get one of the, the Gucci massage couches with the hi- hydraulics. Oh, I'm... no. Oh, I'm j- okay, I want one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're going to come use that room now, aren't you? I just want a hydraulic massage couch. Um, I'm going to have 
whiteboards on the walls so I can do like I can write down all my my to-do lists my uh, athletes that are coming in my programming for coaching and and everything like that so you'll have a little whiteboard daily yeah yeah I'll start I'll start drawing stuff like that maybe yes. as well I'm gonna have a tv on so I can have my uh, NFL on at the same time and maybe some CrossFit videos like I used to have at work <laughs> and um, I even want to start looking into getting stuff like the infrared uh, therapy lights and mm-hmm. stuff like that suspended from the the ceiling as well to really intensify that recovery process. This sounds like the fanciest <laughs> massage room going. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna like, full commit to that. Completely, like mm. flat screen TV. Is Goose gonna be able to come with you? Yes. So um, I, I did say to the, the manager of the, the place, now that I was leaving my living room, a, a lot of people were picking up on the fact that I might not be able to take Goose. And I said, once, once this room's been made, is there going to be space for a dog bed? And, and he seemed very happy with the fact that I, I was going to bring Goose in. I mean, all he does is just, he's le- led next to us at the moment. He, he just wants to be close to me at all times. He'll come, he'll come and see the people when, once they come in and then go back to his bed. That's, that's all he wants to do. Such a good boy. <laughs> Such yeah. Awesome. Is there any restrictions do you think now going into a clinic setting? Um, I'm not so sure. Uh, restrictions in what sort I'm of way? I'm not sure because obviously you've been very freedom with your own. Like book, you've just booked them in yourself. You've, you know, you're obviously working out of your living room originally. Is there any limits to? I don't know. I've um. I mean, I've got keys. I've got keys to the place, so I'm pretty sure. Well, you get to find. <laughs> yeah, um, the you know, well, yeah, I, I can. Um, I don't know if they'll appreciate me going in at like ten o'clock at night to to yeah, work on someone, so. but but maybe we can start doing some early mornings if people need it and or anything like that. I, hopefully, hopefully, I won't need to. Um, mm. And yeah, I, I the only limit I've got at the moment is the fact that I still have to go to work uh, for the Marines and I'm away during the week, yeah. and I can only work that Saturday afternoon, but. We're not going to get into that one. No. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. So should we talk a little bit about our level fours that we're doing now? Yeah. So the f- first thing, mm-hmm. what bad habits have you noticed that you've oh. got into over the last year that you're now correcting on um, yourself? My posture whilst massaging when I get tired is horrendous. <laughs> um, yeah, I slouch. I'm such a sloucher anyway. Super, super slouchy. Um, have you got yourself a rolly chair yet? No, I don't have a rolly chair yet. You need to get one of those. That that's that really changes everything for for me. Like I can mm. sit, I can sit down and do the majority of my work. I don't have to be standing. It just makes your posture a lot better as well. Yeah, and a bad habit is I tell everyone the same story like every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm repeating this story again. Why am I telling this person this story again? It's, it's almost the just third like time I've told this story today. It's just like the uh, the hairdresser small talk, isn't it? It is. It's like, oh, how's it going? What muscles are tight today? And... Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to stop. Yeah. Um, one of the habits that I've corrected is um, when I got back to the academy, Chris was telling me I was using far too much wax. <laughs> so I mean I, I nearly went through a pot um, just under a week the other week Ridiculous. so so that makes makes sense so now I'm back to using hardly any massage wax I don't know how you manage getting a that. lot better grip I, I think I think I was using a lot of blades and cups okay. so you do that need need yeah. a lot of wax on there for, to f- facilitate that 
But other than that, there's no excuse. No, there's no excuse. <laughs> mm. That's just costing you more money. Yeah, I know. But that yeah. business plan. Yeah, it makes it makes the um the ISTM the rock blades mm. that makes them slide a lot nicer and it's a little bit less offensive when it's smash uh, aggressive, not offensive. Yeah. Sorry, when it's smashing into the soft tissue. <laughs> so, uh, what sort of things have you started to pick up from the level four? Right. Um. Yeah. There's so much. It's such an elevation of your level three. Mm. I think you realise adding a lot more hand skills and skills to your repertoire. Yeah, isn't it? definitely. So it's really focusing on um, developing your understanding of fascial imbalances. Uh, really working on more specialist techniques. So like your MET. Uh, more soft tissue release uh, and there's so so many tests and testing that we learn yeah so MET is muscle energy technique it we'll is. um we'll come back into that a little bit in a second um so yeah we we look at the MET and mm-hmm. uh, testing for for impingements in the shoulder and yeah. imbalances in the hip and everything yeah. like that haven't we mm. So um, it's a lot more diagnostic even though we still can't diagnose yeah. someone with an exact issue we can say this is probably this what you've got yeah is showing an and this is how we and then you can actually make better plans in order to treat someone can't definitely. you definitely so it's not just like oh hey mate yeah we're just going to give you a nice back massage yeah your rotation of your head to the left is a bit rubbish we can really be like oh okay so you're showing signs of shoulder impingement we can now target a b and c and make them a lot happier Cool. So you're doing your level four online, aren't you? I am. So during uh, lockdown, uh, Cotswold Academy brought in a blended learning where it's half online and then you go and do your contact days in the academy. Um, So at the time I was like, you know what, because my life is so hectic and busy, (laughs) I'm going to do this because I don't know, I can't organise all of my jobs to take the time off. So I was like, you know what, I'll start my, start it and I started it during well, probably mid to end um, lockdown and yes yeah, so I've been doing my online learning and then I am in the academy in January 21. Awesome that was another one of my questions that was coming up oh, so sorry. thank you for ruining that. <laughs> how are you um how are you finding making time for it? are you actually allocating time slots that you have to stick to to study uh, you just find yourself watching Desperate Housewives on TV and you think, oh, I should probably do my course instead? Um, no, I was really, really good in the beginning and because obviously I didn't have everything on and so I smashed through quite a lot of it then because I was like, ooh, shoulder impingement. I now have to research everything I could possibly find about a shoulder impingement and I'm going to look at every single thing and I'm going to do all of this at once. And then, you know, went off for like a few days and then I did like the next bit and I get really, really excited about it and then can't put it down. So... No, I haven't reserved a special time for it. <laughs> but when I do it, I go like really like super in depth. That's good. So that's probably just the way I learn. So um, are you harassing your housemate with um, having to practice all of the, the tests or are you waiting no. until you get clients in? Yeah, I get clients. I've got one lovely client who comes in and goes, what new thing have you learned? Can you try it on me? And I go, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> So, uh, have you got? Do you write a list of everything that you've learned that week, and then go to go into your like your sessions with um, with the focus and trying that? Uh, no, I'm probably the most unorganized, organized person there is, and um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I, I can test this. Yeah, so I had a guy the other day and he had a bad shoulder, and I was like, oh, shoulder impingement. I'm gonna try A, B, and C test. 
like your empty can test and yeah. things like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And so on times like that, I use it or I'm midway through a massage and I'm like, oh, I could try some MET on some scalenes here. There we go, yeah. Uh, and I'm bringing it in like that gradually. I think because the MET is quite, well, obviously it's, it's, almost, it's quite a lot at times and it's quite a lot of a stretch and some clients can find it uncomfortable. So I have been a little bit scared to use it and use some of them. Or I forget because I'm too busy telling them my story that I've told them three times today. <laughs> so I'm gradually bringing it in, which I think for now, because I slammed through our level three so quick, I think I need the time to process it better and have a better understanding, which is why I decided to do it online because I can take it a little bit slower. Pace. Yeah. So our, our level three was done in on an intensive course. Yeah. It was two weeks with eight contact days, Monday through Thursday, both the weeks. And you just drained, weren't you? Like Oh my God. I remember that last day, they were like, oh, in the afternoon, they're like, look at what you want. And I remember looking at you and you've been like, I'm so tired. And I was like, I am too. And Chris was going, what do you guys want to look at? And I was like, nothing. The inside of my eyelids. <laughs> it's you when you say to people, oh, I've been, I've been massaged all day. And people don't understand oh, how tiring that was. So horrible because <laughs> you're laying on the bed with your head in the hole, trying to listen to what everyone's saying, but you're upside down, so you can't really work out what they're doing. Trying to concentrate. Trying to feel what the muscles being they're working on. Being prod by obviously someone who's not very experienced on like the level three, so they hit a bit and you're like, Ugh, oh, you're yeah. And then you have to get up after being massaged for like an hour. Stand up and do it back to the person again without being like oblivious, like trying to pay attention, then pay attention mm. to what someone's saying to you. Oh, it's difficult, it's a lot. So, with you doing it online, mm -hmm. I, I've spread mine out over the month of September. Mm -hmm. I've got two contact days Monday, Tuesday, every day, um, every week, yeah, and that that's working out really well. Like, uh, the first week we did a lot of shoulders. Mm -hmm. So when I went to see my athletes on the on the Saturday night, I was then able to do all the shoulder tests and get the practice in with that. Even a couple of the lads at work wanted to come in for a treatment, so I was like, I said, I'll do it cheaper for you if I can practice all these tests. That's it, yeah. Started practicing all that, and then um, last week we did a lot of hip work mm -hmm. and legs and hamstrings, all all the muscles involved in that. So again, this past weekend, I, um, the athletes I was working on, I was able to do all of that work and I identified someone with a really tight and painful hip flexor doing the Faber, yeah, uh, Faber nice. test. And, um, and yeah, it was, it was really good to work into the iliacus and into the, mm. uh, the psoas muscle uh, through that. And every now and then just retesting that. And just having her notice each time that her knee was dropping further and yeah. further just just showed that the work just I was just doing. Just having that little bit more of knowledge. My sister came to me last week with a strange pain and she couldn't work out what it was. And normally she's quite on it. She knows what's going on. And then mm. she was trying to explain it to me and I was confused. So I was like, okay, hang on. I'm going to try all these tests on you one minute just to see. And we gradually found out that it was the very top of her glute going into her back. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to use all these tests and she was like what am I doing and I was like it's fine I'm just testing your knee for mm. something and she was like what I was like oh, I'm gonna use this opportunity and really like test out a load of them yeah that's that's good because you do find that the knee can have issues with the hip of, mm -hmm. um as as we well know yeah. and your hamstrings can be tight because of your lower back or your glutes and yeah and everything that is known as the upstream downstream yes. isn't it so while you're identifying something in the knee Mm -hmm. 
you need to be looking for things in the ankles and the hips and everything surrounding and even Definitely. into the opposite shoulders to see if it, it refers up into That's that. That's it with her. I, uh, with the online, you get lots of videos and uh, content online. So I did uh, flick up a video of uh, Chris at the academy and he was doing one test and I was like, oh, and then I flicked down and I was like, oh no, this is actually the test I need to be doing. So the online content is um, very thorough as well, which is really useful. Mm. Um, super handy so um one thing that i've picked up on the level four i, I don't know if you've started implementing that uh, from working online but i'm doing a lot of my work on sideline now so having having my uh, my athletes lie on their side yeah. especially it, that was really good because i can work on the the lateral aspect of the quads and into the hamstring at the same time because i found yeah. found on one of the, one of the lads i was working on his lateral quads her uh, well was painful but his medial so the inside one wasn't so painful and the same with his hamstrings mm -hmm. so i was able to get him into that work on the quad and the hamstring and then get nice met work yeah. going on as well and at first he was he was a bit confused because he was getting pulled around and put into weird, weird positions but when he stood up you should have seen his face he was so happy like the, the, yeah. the pain had gone in in his uh, hip flexor all, all down his quad into his knee yeah. He started doing some squats, pain-free, so we're, we're really happy about that. Yeah, no, I like working sideline. I had a guy who had really sore adductors the other day, and I got him sideline and poked him and was like, oh, he's like, yep, that's it. <laughs> found it. That's the one. So I think it's been not afraid to move the client around mm. to be like, hang on, we need to another angle to see how we can get this a little bit better. Yeah, it's it's really good, and it's it does get your, your clients out of their comfort zone a little bit because... Yeah. They think I'm just going to lie on or lie on their back, but they might have to do a little bit of work. I, I get people to hang off the couch to extend their their fascia and and keep them on the couch when I'm pulling them all around. Yeah, well, it's the same thing we said earlier that they come in expecting a back massage, and that's probably not what they're going to get. No, it's getting stretched and pulled and poked and definitely. <laughs> Um, how is it um, being back in the actual classroom? Yeah, it's great. Um, obviously, with the, the COVID restrictions that we've got, we've mm -hmm. got to be top as PPE. Um, yeah. as, as we all know, you've got to have aprons on, the mask on, and the visor on. And, and not like when, when you... It, it's, it's nice because when you go back to, to, to stop and discuss things, you're sat two metres apart so you can take things off. And then you'll go to go to the toilet or, uh, or to start working on to uh, practicing the next thing mm -hmm. and you're about to drop your elbow in and you just, oh, all the PPE, so you put your mask back on and your visor and it's, it's a necessary evil, I guess, isn't that's it? That's so you've got to play the game at the moment, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah and it's, um, it's not quite as free as what we were last year when I was just running around in my pants all around the academy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, although I was in my pants again this week, so that's always good. Yeah, so you just like to <laughs> doing, get them out and show them off. Doing hip flexor work. Yeah. So um, we, we uh, touched on the tests um, earlier. Why do we do these tests then? To see what's wrong. Yeah. That's, uh, did you want any more than that? I, I don't really know what I wanted there. Okay, well that's, that's the answer you've got. <laughs> so, uh, as we said, we, we're doing these tests to build up the picture of the the the, the plan of the treatment that we're going to work yeah. on and to highlight more problem areas. Yeah. Uh, as we said, 
uh, your, your back pain can come from a hip, uh, hip out of alignment or uh, it might not just be your shoulders that's causing your shoulder pain. Yeah. It could be anything in, yeah. in your body. So as Chloe was saying, they think they're coming in for a back or a shoulder rub and, and it might, might be working down into the glutes instead. It's like the most basic thing sometimes, like tight pecs can cause your back pain. And so I'm like, right, I'm going to roll you over now. And they're like, what? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just going to massage out your pecs because da 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 And they're like, oh no. She can see my face. <laughs> Well, not at the moment because we've all got masks on. True. Yeah. So we'll um we'll go a little bit technical now. Are you ready? Oh, so, I'm ready. So you want we want you to talk about MET a little bit as you've been studying it a lot longer than I have. You say this, and now I really <laughs> hope that I've been studying the right thing, and I haven't just been like floating off into fairyland as I like to do, and got two into shoulder impingements and didn't care about the rest of it. Um, <laughs> so MET, muscle energy technique. Yeah. So um, it's a form of manip- manipulation. There we go. Uh, and it's a really good uh, uh, treatment uh, in which patients' muscles are uh, actively used uh, on request uh, and they can are used in a controlled position um, uh, to, what do you say, counterforce? Yeah, so you, you're yeah. you're t- pushing against them and they're activating the muscle, aren't they? Yeah, I bumbled my way through that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you're using a post-isometric contraction, so you're either getting your client to contract uh, against you, uh, so isometric, I, oh, here we go, she's bumbling. Isometric contraction. There we go, that's the word. Um, it's when your muscle is held in a position. Yes, yeah? so examples in of the... that are like wall sits or just doing a plank when you're in the gym. Yeah. So that's an isometric con- uh, contraction because the muscle isn't expanding or contracting, yeah. it's just holding it's still. It's just holding still. Yeah. So that's the place we're kind of trying to get to uh, in um, MET. Yeah. 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 Does this make sense to you? This is, of course it is. Have done the right thing? Yeah, Amazing. that's all right. So once they've once they've done that contraction against you, what are you, what are you oh, doing then? Oh, we're then stretching. Yes. We then stretch the muscle that we have just contracted, mm-hmm. trying to get those, um, I can never say this word, the tendon gogli... The gogli apparatus in the, yeah, so the stretch your, receptors. Yeah, so they? in your tendons you have stretch receptors. So when they are stretched to a certain, say, so they just extend in your arm, they're very used to that, and you're then trying to get them to go past that the tendon receptors to go oh well something's going on here yes i'm really really trying to stretch that muscle out and then we're stretching so these uh these stretch receptors are what tells your brain that you're coming to the the end range of your joint movements so what you're trying to do is when you're contracting against that um you're trying to uh, not turn off those uh stretch receptors but just encourage them to go a little bit further yeah so you're just trying to say like oh, hey, we can actually go a little bit further. You're holding yourself. In By building position. strength in those end ranges, yeah. you, you're letting them feel like they can go a little bit further. Yeah. So for the for the more gym goers out there, yeah. um, you might know this. Um, it's very similar technique. It's called PNF, which is your proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. I really hate you. <laughs> Smashed that, that one out, did. didn't I? I had to focus to say it. So uh, PNF stretches is um, where you work with a partner um, and for example if you're doing a hamstring stretch you can be lying on your back, your partner mm-hmm. lifts your, your leg in the air keeping their leg nice and straight until yeah. you get to the end range uh, in your hamstring stretch. Once you get to that you contract against your partner so yeah. you're trying to bring your leg back down to the ground, yeah. you're, you're holding that for a good maybe 10 seconds and once you relax your partner can push that further 
um, furthering the stretch in the, those muscles. Yeah, so the whole reason we do techniques like MET, they are really, really good for uh, really, really chronic tightness and yeah. overuse injuries because um, they stimulate the agonist and antagonist um, of your muscles, trying to find a balance between them. Um, so, say for example, really tight scalings in your neck, they can get super, yeah. super tight. I've had so many people with gnarly scalings recently and a bit of MET on those works dream. Yeah, so I, I've had, uh, one of my, my athletes that's come to me uh, she's she's had really tight neck for ages, and that that's that's why she came to me in the first place. And the the first few times, for for what I knew, I was given a a really good neck work, working into the scalenes and the traps yeah. and the uh, sternocleidomastoid, mm-hmm. and all the all the muscles that we've we learnt uh, yeah. on our level three. Now that I've smashed it in the level four, as soon as I did it last week, I instantly messaged her. I was like, I can't wait to see you next week. I've got, I've got, I've got things that might start shifting it. Because it was, she was getting more movement, but she was still sore the next yeah. day and everything. So yesterday we went to town on her. Like It was a good 45 minutes of deep work into the scalenes, mm-hmm. getting, getting her neck moving at the same time, and then lots of MET. And it actually got a little bit emotional at the end because because I, I felt I could just see how much it meant to her mm. that she could actually move her neck. That's it. Like a lot of muscle tightness is like emotionally connected. So when mm. you release that off someone and they stand up and go, oh, God, I feel so much better. Mm. Like I had a lady like that the other day. I thought it was just a very basic massage. Like it was nothing fancy. And she stood up and she was like oh god that was amazing and now I'm yeah. doing her husband and her son and everyone and she was like I've just never felt so good she had, and yeah she said it was like a really like emotional thing of oh god like I can feel like I can move yeah like, I I just I, I felt amazing because when I when she stood up and she just started moving her head and yeah. like it was like range of motion motion that she hasn't seen for ages so that was I think because when people get injured or they're tight, they think they have to stay like that forever, and they and they don't. And I think that's what people get in their heads: is I'm injured mm. forever. Yeah, and doctors have a, a lot to play about, uh, a lot to play with this. They they use yeah. really negative language, and this is something that I've got to post programs for a week or so. And a lot of doctors, instead of when when you get an injury, they're like, right, you need to stop training. Yeah. You you can't you can't squat anymore. Yeah. Ne- never do this ever again. It's it's not about that. It's finding how you can train around it, how you yeah. can work the muscles so that they can still use it. And it it just it just frustrates me. And then we we can go into a we we can go down that rabbit hole in another day. Completely. But it's it's, it's, it's all about the negative language. It's the language use. like they come in and say, "Oh, my bad shoulder," and I'm like, "No, it's not your bad shoulder. That's your left shoulder." Mm. or oh my bad leg no that's your right leg and that's your right knee it's not bad it's not naughty it's not like whatever negative word you want to use for it I I love it when people come in saying oh my my right shoulder is the bad one and you're working on the left and it's a lot worse (laughs) I thought this was my good shoulder no 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 it's probably referring pain unfortunately so we, we um yeah yeah, we. Uh, I like. I love not proving people wrong, but proving people that it's it's somewhere else. It's yeah. it's not that. Yeah. 
So we'll uh, we'll try and link a lot of things while we're while we're on the level three last year. I, I let you borrow Anatomy Trains by Thomas Myers, didn't we? Yeah. So Anatomy Trains is something I was introduced to at uni whilst doing anatomy, and I poo pooed it out of the way, and I didn't think I really needed to look at it because I didn't think I'd ever do anything anatomy based, mm. and here I am loving my anatomy. So I did reborrow and properly look at what I probably should have looked at in second year and third year in uni, and I didn't. So what we mean by anatomy trains, this is a concept that's, um, that was coined by Thomas Myers. And it, it starts to work into how, the, how everything's linked. Right? We, we talk about this yeah. a lot um, in, in our massage uh, treatment sessions. And uh, the, the fact that you've got, for example, you've got your quads and wrong, we'll go, we'll go posterior chain. So you've yeah. got your... Uh, You've got your calves, so you've got your hamstrings, mm-hmm. you've got your glutes, then yeah. you've got the muscles in your lower back yeah. and your lats and your traps. Yeah. Although these are all individual muscles, with the fascia that runs over the top of it, they are all connected all the way from the, the your big toe all the way to the top of your head. Yeah, so your so, so these, these fascia lines are uh, important so that you can, you can work on more than one area to to get a collective effect yeah so it's like a chain so we're kind of saying that sometimes if your calf is tight it could be an issue in your bum if yeah. your bum's tight you know it could be an upper neck upper back injury because of these fascial lines and these lines of connective tissue that move through our bodies yeah um, so you've got uh like posterior anterior so on your front and also, there's XE sort of ones, isn't there? So yeah, you got your rear oblique sling. Um, yeah, I, I do a lot of work with that with one of my athletes. Um, but the the myofa- wrong the MET the muscle energy technique that that works really well because yeah. when you're one of the ones that we do for hip flexor, you get the person the athlete to reach over their head. Uh, opening up their lap, grabbing the top of the couch. You can't see it, but I'm doing this motion at the same time <laughs> while they're lying on their side. And once they're locked in like that, you're then dragging their their leg behind them uh, into a, an extended position, really opening up that hip flexor. Yeah. So when I was working on on my athlete yesterday, he says, "Oh, I can feel." Oh, I said, "How's that stretch in your quads?" He said, "Oh, I can feel that up into my uh, into my abs." Yeah. And I was like, brilliant, that's exactly where we want it. Because mm. not only uh, we're working on the quads, we're working onto the hip flexor. And as we know, the the iliopozoas um, goes through the abdomen, mm-hmm. attaches it into the, the spine, um, the lower spine, and it attaches to the leg. So that, that stretch and working all that fascia, that was really beneficial for him. And he felt great after that. Good. It's definitely something to take note of when you're working or trying to work out where to work on a client. It's yeah. definitely that thing of, oh, where, where is this moving? Where are these fascia lines going? It's a really handy thing to be aware of, mm. um, I think, more than anything. And it can, it can also show that pain is not the point that we, you need to work on as well, isn't it? Yes. That's another thing we preach. preach. We don't definitely. chase the pain. Um, yeah. And because of this, well... The, the reason for these is um, a naughty little thing called trigger points. Yes. So trigger points are what um, a lot of people co- uh, more commonly refer to as uh, muscle knots. Yes. So um, the, these, uh, they are just a, a specific area of hypersensitivity. So tenderness and tightness can develop in, in the, the related tissues. 
So the, these trigger points, for example, we, we mentioned the scalenes earlier. The scalenes are the muscles that are in your neck. The, the pain in your scalenes can cause numbness and uh, pain all down your all arm. Down your arm, yes. And even all down your back, uh, along your spine, um, and everything like that. So, um, so what can cause trigger points? What can cause trigger points? Yeah. So you're asking me this. I can do, or I can, I can keep going. I just felt like I was talking a lot. I can keep going now. Fine. So trigger points can be caused by one of three things. First of all, it can be muscle imbalances. So if you're okay, more dominant on question. one side. Yeah. Say again. I could have answered this question. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Um, it can also be uh, incorrect posture. So uh, if you're in a... Uh, well, if you, your posture is bad, the muscles are constantly working. Yeah. And then that just inflames them and gets them worse. And and then just typical overuse. Overuse can cause these trigger points as well. Um, my arms are currently in clip because I had to, well, I did a big workout on Friday and now I have a lot of trigger points going down my arm. So that's, that's, that's great. <laughs> but I think when you say trigger points, I think a lot of people go, oh, is that the thing the police do when they poke in that certain area and you like fall to the floor? Oh, yeah. The, yeah, that's, that's a bit worrying, isn't it? That's yeah, just like, the that's pressure people, points. Yeah, that's pressure points. And, and you have to be like, no, it's something very different. Yeah. Or my brother always thinks when I massage him, I'm going to paralyze him because he assumes <laughs> I'm going to press this weird pressure points and he's just going to be paralyzed. Um, I've not done that yet. But you can, can't you? Sure. <laughs> so yeah, um, when working on trigger points, they can be really painful. And that's, that's a lot of what we're looking for um, when we're doing our initial assessments, when we're warming up areas and, uh, and everything like that. Um, the, the big one, I, I, we keep talking about this, this random pain that I keep getting in my back. That's definitely yeah. a trigger point for somewhere. We thought it was my subscapula at one point. That eased it a little bit. Then my scalenes eased it a little bit more. Are we still not sure? It's it's getting there. Okay. But, so the, this random pain is somewhere between my lat, my QL, and my trap. It's just, so it's all in that lower middle back area. It's just one of those really annoying clients that comes in and you're like, oh, yeah. I just can't get it. We, we spent time digging on that area, but now we're, we're expanding around trying to work on all the areas around that. Just a little bit broken, Ashley. Oh, yeah, it's, it's 23 years of being an athlete and also oh. in the Royal Marines and, okay. yeah, more than a little bit broken. <laughs> So, as, as we've said all of that, is it time for the happy endings? Yeah, it's time for happy endings, <laughs> so we're about there. Um, You're going first, yeah? I'm going first. Yeah, excellent. So, my happy ending this week is... You better so, not have stolen mine. No, I haven't. <laughs> Ashley revealed to me this week what his words before. It was an accident. So, I actually know what his is. So, my happy ending this week is... So, our last podcast was about eating, and um, we mentioned a lot about meal prep. And for the first week ever this week, I'm meal prep. Yes! Yes, I'm so proud of you. So, last Saturday night, I made a massive batch of bolognese when I got back from dance at like 9 o'clock at night, because that's the best time to decide to get a meal prep for the week. <laughs> I made a massive batch of bolognese, and all week I've been dipping into it with rice, cooking just some rice or microwave rice, or just doing a quick bit of pasta, chucking it with my bolognese. Come on, talk dirty to me. What was in it? Uh, there was onions, peppers, I think there was like loads of different peppers because there was just loads of peppers so I shoved them all Good. in. Uh, I think I used lean mints, 
Uh, I think I shoved some beans and stuff in there as well. Excellent. There was just loads of stuff in there. Sounding good. I've actually got all of my stuff in my car to meal prep as it is Sunday today that we're recording this. Yeah, you'd be really proud of me. Yeah, I am. I am really proud. Good. And, um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thanks. So, <laughs> moving on to mine. Yeah. And as the first two were about animals, obviously this one's also going to be about animals. I might try and move off I at one point. I thought we need to move off some animals. That's why I did but this. But everyone loves the animal stories. No. The llama llama is still the best one. Okay, season no drama llama. Yeah. So another post lockdown sort of story. While um, while all the aquariums and zoos were were closed. Yeah. There was a uh, footage of I think it was a uh, an aquarium in Chicago. Yeah, definitely America. The um the penguins got out somehow. And the penguins were going around looking at all the different, uh, the different tanks, the like showcases, having a look at all the other animals that were in there. And you've just got CCTV footage of them waddling around, having a look in the tanks, and then waddling on to the next exhibit. Oh, penguins are so cute. <laughs> I, I just thought that was awesome. And, that is really cool. And I don't know if they let them out or if they just wanted to get out and have a wander around. Either way. I was really happy when I read that. That is a very good happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love a penguin? Yeah. So I, I hope you guys have enjoyed our third podcast talking yeah. about all things massage that we do. Um, yeah, make sure you go and uh, check us out on our um, Instagrams. So mine is uh, at CR Sports Massage and Ash is at, at COA Perform. I recently, uh, actually similar to this post, I did a post on the 10 reasons why you should go get massaged. So um, go and have a look at that if you want more reasons about why you should go get a sports massage after this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good one to look at. And um so yeah, once you've listened, please like, if you're, well, while you are still listening, take a screenshot of it, share it on your Instagram and tag us. Yeah, um, leave us some comments as well, what you want to hear, questions we haven't answered. Um, give us some feedback, I think that's... Yeah, we, we're we still we obviously early it. in this and we like to hear ways that we can improve. Um, and leave us five star reviews, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we will see you, well, you will hear us again next time. <laughs>